the 2011 Eric Cole Big Dream Foundation Youth Hockey Tournament returns to the Subiaso Rio Campus Center July 23rd and 24th. WNYO will broadcast this two-day event as several age groups, including sled hockey, compete in this three-on-three hockey tournament. Be sure to check WNYOsports.com for the tournament broadcast schedule. It's the 2011 Eric Cole Big Dream Foundation Youth Hockey Tournament, and the only place to hear all the action is 88.9 FM, WNYO, and WNYOsports.com. FM, WNYO, Oswego, New York, your station for live Laker athletics. And you can now listen online at WNYO.org. I am Paul Beckwith. Masters moving in with a shot. Glove save, Beckwith. You're listening to Laker Hockey on WNYO. For the second consecutive season, the Oswego State Lakers have made it to the NCAA semifinals. Kelly comes up with a puck. Kelly still racking the puck. Into the slot. He scores! Oh, and Kelly walks into the slot, rips it off, iron it in. And for the first time tonight, the Lakers lead by a pair. This year's destination, Minneapolis, Minnesota. The Lakers, coming off a wild 7-5 victory over the Bowdoin Polar Bears, look to avoid last season's fate. Three to go, and the State Norbert Green Knights are headed to the national championship game. A 4-3 victory over the Oswego State Lakers. On the other side of the coin, the Adrian Bulldogs bring their high-flying offense into Ritter Arena, riding a 17-game unbeaten streak. Oswego State and Adrian lay it all on the line tonight, with the winner advancing for a chance to bring home a national championship. It's next on 88.9 FM, WNYO. This is Oswego State Lakers Hockey on 88.9 FM, WNYO. Chris Wagoneer on the breakaway makes no mistake. Oh, Rodriguez in overtime. He's a hero again. Into the front, pad save, Beckwith rebound, Beckwith the save, another chance. Oh, my goodness, what a stop by Beckwith on Jensen with the pad. What a time for the ship to set sail again, David Titanic. We now take you to center ice right here on 88.9 FM. W-N-Y-O. Good afternoon and welcome inside Ritter Arena here in Minneapolis, Minnesota, where today the Oswego State Lakers will take on the Adrian Bulldogs in the national semifinal game of Division Three men's ice hockey. Alongside Rob Lapolis, I am Michael Keeley. And Rob, Oswego coming off a 7-5 victory over Bowdoin two weeks ago. Couple goals for David Titanic, a real breakout game for him. For Adrian, they come in uh, the hottest team in Division Three hockey. Really, a 17-game unbeaten streak. They've won 13 in a row. Yeah, Mike, as you just mentioned, Adrian, they're one of the hottest teams coming into now, and no, no surprise there as leading the nation in scoring 
as they have very much so as the crowd getting on their feet, both teams making their way to the ice. Oswego, they're going to have a tough task, especially on the defensive side of things. They've never faced a team with offensive scoring such as Adrian. Yeah, Adrian, for the fourth consecutive year, in fact, every year that this team has been in existence, they led Division Three in total offense, so they are a scoring machine. Their goaltending is nothing to laugh at either. Senior Brad Fogel played all... Every game this season for Adrian ended up with a record of 24-3-1. I shouldn't say ended up. He's coming in with a record of 24-3-1 at 2.13 goals against. So it's tough to find a fault on this Adrian team. Yeah, Mike, no doubt. And they, if they, don't, they score evenly throughout the game as well. A slight advantage in scoring in the third period. So Oswego, they got to keep it coming all game long. It, as I mentioned, we can't stress it enough. Also, the penalties-wise, Oswego got to stay out of the box. Last time these two teams met together, last year it was a penalty show so they got to keep their guys out on the ice five on five it'll help them the best i was back on january 8th of 2010 back to campus center ice arena oswego won the game five to two neil musselwhite of course who graduated after last season had a hat trick in that game but as you mentioned it was tough to really judge adrian's competency in that game when comparing to oswego because they were in the box so often especially and and we did that me and matt solomon did that game last year and when Adrian came in, you thought it was going to be a much more competitive game. Grand, you know, 5-2 victory, empty net goal in the end for Oswego as well. But you couldn't really look at Adrian and say, wow, this team is really they, they're what we thought they were because both, not, not only Adrian, but Oswego spent much of the game in the penalty box. Rarely was it even strength. Now, looking back at Adrian, we mentioned overall record of 24-3-1, and 18-1-1 in conference, and they did win the Midwest Collegiate Hockey Association Conference with a 5-3 victory, or I should say their, their last game, a 5-3 victory over Elmira when Oswego uh, played Bowdoin two weeks ago, but they did win their conference as well, so they've had a huge year. And... They are 5-1-1 one, one against ranked opponents, so not only have they played well overall and within their conference, when they face the good teams, they play well against them as well. Yeah, Mike, and most, and the reason because of that, they have so many guys with 20 or more points, three in the 30, three tied for 35, Grand Houston and Dallinger, and the 44 and 45-point scorers, Eric Miller, 44 points, Sean Kelly, 45 points. And the thing that I like about Adrian, and if you're an Oswego fan, you're going to fear it, more assistant points. That means they're not selfish. Anybody's going to score a goal. They like passing the puck into the zone. And you've got to watch out for that once they get into the zone because they're not afraid to get assists. Sean Skelly, 45 points, good for fifth in Division Three. His teammate, Eric Miller, at 44 points, is eighth in Division Three. So a couple of real high scores into top ten in Division Three scoring on the Adrian Bulldogs. And quickly, Rob, going back as the teams are being announced right now, going back to last season, the NCAA semifinal for the Lakers. It was in Lake Placid, of course, a 4-3 to three loss to St. Norbert College. But this team, a lot more mature now. That big class of freshmen that came in, our sophomores, most of them have been there. We have a few transfers as well, not a whole lot of freshmen in the lineup. And the overarching theme for them has seemed to be unfinished business. Yeah, Mike, and part of that was due to the fact that they just did, they weren't, they didn't play great. Chris Lutudis touched on this perfectly in the pregame show. They're passing very sloppy. They couldn't get anything together. And their season really came down to a, a giveaway at the blue line with 30 seconds to go, with under a minute to go in the game. So a heartbreaking loss like that. You know, a lot of work in the offseason. Tough regular season. They've made it through the playoffs. They've overcome scares and upsets. And, you know, with a team like Oswego, so much pressure on them. 
they've been able to overcome all of that, and that's why they're here tonight. And we have the Lakers that are being introduced right now as the captain, Kevin Unick, who still is seeking that elusive first goal of the season. He's gone his entire senior captain season without finding the back of the net, and we'll see if that changes here today or possibly tomorrow. But, of course, the first thing is first, they have to win the game today. The other semifinal here in the NCAAs that will come up at 7 o'clock local time, 8 o'clock Eastern. Norwich defending champions takes on the aforementioned St. Norbert Green Knights and the winner of that game faces the winner of this game at 7 o'clock local time, 8 Eastern tomorrow. So, Oswego State in their home white uniforms. They'll shoot left to right when we get started. Adrian in their black uniforms with yellow lettering will shoot right to left. And we are going to get ready to send it down to ice level for the national anthem. So let's do that right now. Just getting set to go here from Ritter Arena in Minneapolis. And once again, we're going to quickly go over the goaltending matchup this afternoon for the Oswego State Lakers. And, of course, it is the junior, Paul Beckwith. And he has been the guy all season for the Lakers, a 19-2-0 record with a goals against average of 1.93. Also a All-American, as that was announced yesterday. Also was up for a Player of the Year award, but did not, unfortunately, take that home. And for the Adrian Bulldogs, as we mentioned, the senior, Brad Fogle, he started every game this season for Adrian, 24-3-1, a goals against average of 2.13. So, Rob, what is your key to the game tonight, among all others? Mike, it's all defensive for Oswego. With defense comes offense. You hear that all the time in ice hockey. And they're going to have to play an excellent defensive game, getting in front of a shooting lane, and most of all, staying out of the box. You don't want to be down a man, especially against Adrian. And for Adrian, it's also going to be a defensive battle as well. So it's going to be a battle of goaltenders and the defensive side, but also offense playing defense as well. All right, Rob, here we go. The NCAA semifinals, unfinished business for Oswego State as Justin Fox will take the opening faceoff against Zach Graham. Fox centering out with Lagonier and Bremner, the two senior forwards, as well as Stephen Malero and Kevin Unick, the senior defenseman. Kevin Unick with the puck. Out of his own end, up to Lagonier on the wing, out of his reach, back to center, and turning with it there and firing it back in is Sean Courtney. Beckwith gets a stick on this as he stops it, and Malero picks it up. 
Stephen Malero being tracked from behind. He'll hand it off to Kevin Eunuch. And Eunuch will cut out in front of his own net. Hand it up to Bremner on the far side. Deflected on in by Justin Fox. Leganier will chase after it. Leganier in the corner. Courtney didn't get much on that. He won't clear. Fox taps it in behind the net again. Courtney turning. Bremner checking him. Also helping out Zach Graham. Graham comes up with it. And he's checked from behind. It's held in by Bremner. Great play by Bremner. And it's tapped around to the near corner. Fired up the boards to the line. Ferris pinching and keeping it in. Ian Boots then couldn't settle it down. And it'll be eased out to center ice by Quinn Walker. Or Waller, excuse me. And now carried on in. Here's a pass. A shot down low wide of the net by Adrian. Around on the near side. Cleared to the front of the net. The official gets run over in the corner. That was Tony Lancet. As then falling was number 15, Sam Kuzek. And it's cleared across ice. Still in the Laker end. Chipped up through center by Hank Van Boxmeer. Puck lying right near the center ice red line. Titanic and Mather fishing for it. Mather will get to it first and wheel it in. Stop behind the net by Fogel. He'll wait and hand it off for Roman. Around to the far sideboard. Still in the Adrian end. This is Mike Dollinger with it. And it's carried up the far side. Dollinger with the puck in over the blue line. Going wide and it's dropped off. And intercepted. Here comes Justin Fox. Lakers have a three on one. Fox up the left side. Carries in. Shoots. And a save by Fogel who took a peek behind him. And then getting knocked over top of Fogel was Chris Lagonier. But a great chance, a three-on-one early for the Lakers, Rob. Yeah, Mike, and Fox a three-on-one and barely even looking over to his right to see who was with him. He had Linebrock and Lagonier breaking in and taking the shot. You don't want to say that it was a selfish play, but three-on-one, it's an almost 100% pass. Fox remains out there along with Lagonier and Linebrock. Unick is joined by Jared Anderson on the point position. And it's tapped to Lagonier. He'll send it back to the point. Eunuch, a long screen shot. Deflected. Great right pad saved by Fogel. And Adrian comes back out. Up the near side, carried in by Joel Workman. He's checked. And a shot from the point got blocked by Tyler Leinbrock, who looks for the lead pass, but it never got to him. And it's hammered back in again by Bobby Hyman. Around to the far boards. Eunuch does not get it out. Held in in the far side corner. Eunuch fishing for it again. Then Leinbrock bodies Blake Barkwell into the boards. And... Anderson comes up with it, finding Rodriguez. Now to Fox, and it slides out of his reach to center, where Adrian will regroup. Break Blake Barkwell up the far side into the zone. A shot by Barkwell, and a pass saved by Beckwith. Barkwell, the rebound, he sent it right to the front. Nobody home for the Bulldogs. Here comes a three-on-two for the Lakers. Rodriguez up the right side, he centers one. Moody finds Whitelaw, back into the front, a save. Fogel was falling down, and then Moody couldn't get a stick on the rebound, and it's brought back up the far side by Barkwell. And over the blue line, Molero takes out Andrew Dovey. And Malero finds Moody on the far side. Tim Carr, long pass ahead to Rodriguez. He tries to break free. Rodriguez around the outside. He's defended nicely by Quinn Waller, and Waller finishes him off. Here's Sean Courtney. Out of his own end. Up the wall. Now through center. Picked off by Whitelaw, but he has to curl back into the neutral zone. Oh. Now off a stick into the zone. Kelly picks up the puck in the circle. Kelly gets run at, and it's picked up behind the play by Courtney. What did you see, Rob? Yeah, Mike, Whitelaw took a huge check about five or six seconds after he got rid of the puck. Five feet out from the board, both referees missing that. It was behind the play as Beckwith covers the puck up with 16.53 to go. But I don't know if you saw that, but a blatant right after, for about five or six seconds after, and Whitelaw got up slowly, and Malero taking exception to it after the whistle. Now, of course, there are a lot of players in this game that were in that Adrian Oswego game last season, so you can bet that they didn't forget what happened on that night back in January of last season. But for the Lakers... They have to stay out of the penalty box as we spoke. Taylor Ferris behind the net, looking up the middle, missed Kelly. And now it's fired off a stick right into the Laker bench where Dan Jones 
will have his first save of the night sitting on the Laker bench. 16.46 to go, period one, we're scoreless. Lakers, great scoring chances so far, Mike. That's three on one, probably the best scoring chance of the night. Justin Fox taking the shot from the bottom of the left wing circle. But both teams taking the body and establishing the body so far, and the referee is obviously letting him play. He'll drop it right at center ice. It'll be Dan Bremner against Zach Graham. And Van Boxmeer comes up with it, gains center, deals it in. It'll come around near side for Bremner, who's up on the four check. He tried to tip it by his man, couldn't do it. Now it's finally settled down by Zach Graham. Graham tips it around, far side. And Adrian gets it through center. That's deflected in a bouncer on Beckwith. He will take no chances. And hang on, it's coming his way with Sean Scali. And when the fifth leading scorer in Division Three hockey comes at you, you usually hang on to the puck. Yeah, no, 100% of the time you got to hang on to that one. And look for both goaltenders to do that tonight. Don't try not to take any risks. Get the face off, which will happen to the left of Paul Beckwith here, 16-26 remaining in the period. And we know that is Paul Beckwith's M.O. anyway to be very conservative with it. We haven't seen a lot of Brad Fogle, but that should be the mindset if you're a goaltender in a game like this. Spin around, shot off the draw. Easy stop for Beckwith. Off into the corner, Unix taps it ahead, and now Fox finds Leinbrock. Kylo Leinbrock tips it ahead, gloved down by Lagonier. He'll cut wide and fire it in. Leinbrock will go after it along with Eric Roman in the corner. They tie up back there. It slides around to the far side, and now exploding out come the Bulldogs. Two on two. Through center, brought back by Brad Houston. Defended nicely by Jared Anderson. In the corner, Sam Kuzik trying to pry it free. Leinbrock and Anderson join him. And now finally working along the wall is Dollinger. Back to the point. Long shot. Off a skate in front. A backhand across the ice. It was Unick that blocked the shot. Now a shot from the left point right on. Scramble in the crease. No one can find it. And a nice play by Justin Fox to block the attempted shot from Dollinger. He got his stick in there. Dollinger keeps it in. Pressured by Fox. Another point shot. It's the high glass. Tap aside the net. Beckwith's got a trap there. And a little bit of pushing and shoving in front. That's quickly resolved and the best shift of the game for Adrian. Yeah, Mike, uh, Adrian answering back to Oswego's great scoring chances so far. And I like the shot taken behind the net, trying sneaking that one past Beckwith. You'll take him any way you can get him, but the score remains 0-0. We have played four and a half minutes here in Minnesota, Ritter Arena, the NCAA semifinal. Michael Keeley, Rob Lapolis with you. Off the draw. Stephen Malero ties it up along with Joel Workman. Mather helping out, slapping at it in the corner. Bad angle shot through the crease wide by Blake Barkwell. And David Titanic comes up with it, tries to slide it out. With the second effort, he does find Andrew Mather. And Mather will ring it in. Boots will chase it down. Fogel off the live boards, plays it to the corner. Comes to David Titanic. He turns away. He's helped out by Boots. Boots, a pass to the front. Malero at the point, takes a shot, and that gets deflected off a of body into the corner. Boots with his speed, keeping it in. Titanic for support in the corner. He's run at by Kyle... Gallinger behind the net. And Boots tried to dangle away to the point. Kicking at the puck finally comes back into the hands of the Adrian defense as Bobby Hyman got it out to center. Brought right back in again. Titanic to Mather in front. He's tied up. And it'll go off into the corner. Far side Hyman around near side right in front of the benches. And fired on in by Adrian right to Beckwith. It'll come to Tim Carr. Carr up to far side. Connects with Boots at center. And Adrian will come up with it again, though. Quinn Waller back across. He hands it to his D partner, Sean Courtney. And through center, that'll deflect wide of the night. Icing waved off. Beckwith comes out to play it, and he finds Tim Carr. Far off the far boards to Luke Moody. And across to Rodriguez with one hand. He'll settle things down. Rodriguez through center to Whitelaw. He gets shoved into the boards. But it rolls to Luke Moody in the corner. Moody finds Rodriguez, who drags a shot wide of the net. Took a really crazy bounce. And cycled by Whitelaw to Rodriguez. High in the air, whacked at. And coming up with it, Kyle Watson. 
Watson pressured by Luke Moody, but he got it out to center where Ferris takes it right back. Now to Paul Rodriguez in over the line on the left side. Rodriguez a shot, and Fogel makes the glove stop. Moody and Whitelaw both charging the net hard, and again, some words after the whistle. It's not the last we'll see of that tonight as we have played just about seven minutes, or I should say six minutes here in period one for Murder Arena. There's no score. Yeah, that puck in front, Mike, that hopped off the skate of Kyle Watson, number 21. It went right above the crossbar. You thought it might have gone off the back glass, but a weird hop, as you mentioned, and a face-off to the right. Offensive zone drop for the Lakers, and it's going to be the Bulldogs coming up with his Remner fell down. Brought back by Eric Miller. A long shot from well out, sent aside by the right pad of Beckwith. And picked up now by Owen Kelly. Kelly taps it behind the net. That was intercepted. Comes around to the left point where pinching there is Eric Roman. And the Bulldogs keep it in. Sent toward the front of the net in skates. Bremner comes away with it for the Lakers. Looking for some space to maneuver. We'll slip it out of the zone. Singleton will fire it in. It'll be stopped back there. Well, Fogel thought about stopping it. Instead, his defenseman took it. Singleton looking for possession in the corner. Coming over to lay a huge hit is Bremner as he knocks down Eric Miller. Lakers keep it in. Singleton in front of the net is open. A backhand by Kelly right on. Scramble in front. Puck loose in the blue ice and jumping on top of it. Fogel as he got the glove in there. And Dan Bremner is in a pushing match in front. Can't get a number on the Bulldog player that he was dancing with. But a lot of big bodies out on the ice right now with 13-12 to go in the first. Yeah, you might have thought that. Bremner would have slid the puck out to Singleton. It was right in front of Bremner trying to come out and sneak it five ball. And denying him. Good job by Fogel, the goaltender, and couldn't find the puck. It was about two feet from his glove. And finally pouncing on it at the end, stopping a uh, possible goal by Oswego, 13-12 left in the first. And here's a clear attempt. It'll go all the way back to center right. Tim Carr hammers his check. And this is icing. I don't think there's a penalty. It's just an icing. The Bulldog fans are excited because they think there's a penalty, but I believe the call was just icing. I don't think there is a penalty on the play. As Carr ran his man, didn't catch a number, right near center ice into the board. Mike, this game is getting very chippy. Shoulders being thrown into each other right after the whistle. And the referee's letting it go so far, but it'll, it'll be interesting to see if it escalates. Fox wins the faceoff cleanly, but it splits the point, man, goes to center. And Carr, who's now a target, gets run at by Kuzik. Fired into the Lakers zone. Malero will backhand it around. Got nothing on it. And moving up to steal it and keep it in was Kuzik, but it's blocked away by the Lakers, and here comes Justin Fox. Fox in over the line, looking to float it to Lagonier. It's picked off, sent to the point. Malero down to a knee to keep it in, but nobody home for the Lakers. And now stolen right outside the blue line by Lionbrock. He'll dump in. He's got room in the corner. Lionbrock bumping with number 12, Kyle Gallinger, behind the net. Slides around a left point. Ben Boxer pinches, shoots. Vogel makes the stop, rebound in front, slapped away, still not out of the zone, and finally will be eased ahead to center ice. Around the outside is Ferris, takes out his man, Jordan Watts, and Watts has it again. In the corner below the goal line, Watts, chased by Van Boxmere, now Mather helping out, and Ferris dropped his stick, I mean, he may have broken it because it was right there and he didn't go to retrieve it. Blade's broken. Here's Boots, sending it across the ice, Mather, backhand up to Titanic, Titanic off the boards ahead. Ian Boots looking for it, but... It's in the possession right now of Sean Courtney. Mather with an intercept for the moment at center ice. Now carried on in. That's looked offside. They didn't call it. Came right into the slot area. Lakers looking to pry it free, and it goes off into the corner behind the Laker net. Mather backhand around on the boards to the point. Not out. Sent to the front. Deflection. Tough stop by Beckwith. And Kevin Unick will make sure Beckwith can hang on for the whistle. With 11.43 to go here in the first. Still looking for our first goal, but it's been anything but a boring game, Rob. And, yeah, Mike, and... The, the chippiness and the hits continue, and I don't think we've seen a game start like this 
all year long, and obviously it's the semifinal game here for the NCAA Division III Championship, so team's on edge. And we talked about also a carryover from the game last January when these two teams matched up back in Oswego. Kevin Unick up to John Whitelaw as Anderson was hit hard behind the play. Rodriguez speeding back. In over the line on the left side, he gets around his man, sends it to the front, and Moody couldn't settle it down as Quinn Waller was schooled there by Rodriguez. Now at center, an interception. The Bulldogs carried in. Up the far side, centering pass in front. The, put, the net comes off, no goal. The official says no goal. The puck was heading into the net. I don't know if it ever Mike, did cross the line, but the net was dislodged first. Mike, that puck went off the post as it was coming off the moorings, so no goal. And if the puck is coming off the, the pegs there, that one was going in as the net was sliding. If you're standing in the crease looking out from right to left, the puck went through Beckwith and hit the post and came out. So the Lakers catching a break there, and it all started back down in Adrian's zone with a bad behind-the-back line pass, and Adrian came down three on two. Great scoring chance, and the Lakers catch a break. So the Bulldogs started to celebrate on that shot, but regardless, no goal. Shot way high and wide of the net, and Eunuch will try to lift it out. Did get it out of the zone, but right back into the possession of Adrian again, and Roman takes a bump from Matt Singleton. Whitelaw helping out. He's got to get to the bench for a change. Singleton will chase down Claver in the corner, comes back to center. Kelly will deal it high in the air. Lakers got to tag up here on the delayed offside. And Claver has it again. Or Roman, excuse me, through center. Malero will fire it back out again. Singleton took it out of the air. And Roman right back into the Lakers zone again. Beckwith will settle this one down. Malero will take charge as Adrian completes the change. Owen Kelly up the middle, connecting with Matt Singleton. He tried to get by two Bulldogs. Malero now jumps up to help out. Gains center. Now the blue line. He'll dump and chase. In the corner, Bremner taking a run after it. And he can't come up with it. Carr at the right point. Long screen shot. That was Kelly looking for a deflection in front. And played up ahead. Now sneaking behind the D. But offside was Brad Houston. And it's a good thing for the Lakers because <laughs> Sam Kuzik was streaking toward the net. Yeah, Mike. And a great job in front. Kelly did get a deflection on that. Just a great save by the goaltender, and then coming right back down the other way, catching the Oswego offense caught inside Adrian's zone. But Oswego catching, he could say, a little more of a break there with Adrian going offside, space off coming all the way back. About halfway through the opening period here at Ritter Arena, there's still no score if you're just joining us. Michael Keeley, Rob Lapolis from Ritter Arena. Taylor Ferris gains the blue line on the left side. He'll dump this one in. Comes around far side, too far for Lagonier, and now back through center. Taylor Ferris takes charge, and Linebrock tips it further. Going back for it, Bobby Heinemann. Heinemann slides it ahead, and Van Bachmeer elected not to pinch on the play. And then an intercept right at his own blue line by Taylor Ferris, and Ferris has it once more. Smart play by Van Bachmeer. Could have stepped up. Probably if you would have stepped up, 50-50 chance to get it. But he wanted to take the 100% chance and just stay back. Good play there. Zoswego has it in the zone of Adrian again. Adrian controlling, and they'll fire it through center. Taken back by Jared Anderson, now to Kevin Eunuch, up to Mather, who tried to deflect it into the zone, got taken down, and it comes back for Eunuch again. Up to David Titanic, coming off a two-goal performance against Bowden. Titanic with a shot off a leg wide, held in, though, by Mather on the left side board. Behind the net, Boots, it slides away from him, but it'll keep the cycle moving to David Titanic. Titanic shoved into the boards by Quinn Waller. This is all happening in the near corner, Adrian End. Here's Boots behind the net. Looking to work free. Reverses one for Titanic. Titanic looking to slip it in front. Mather looking for room to move. Back to the point. Jerry Anderson. Screen shot. Tipped over top of the cage. Boots and Titanic both in front. 
Titanic. On his backhand in the corner. Getting away from Quinn Waller. Now it looks like Mather may have been hooked. No call. Titanic behind the net looking to slip it in front. He shoved by Waller. And finally, Adrian's going to get a chance to clear it out through center, and they will. Jared Anderson for the Lakers takes it back. Looking for Mather, and he'll hammer it into center as the Lakers complete a change here. Fogel out to stop it. Probably one of the best offensive shifts that didn't really have a good scoring chance so far in down low. As Beckwith is going to cover one up here with 8.28 left to go in period one scores. But, Mike, sure you can agree with that. Great work down low for Oswego, even though they didn't get a good scoring chance out of that one, building momentum. And we heard the Oswego crowd that's down below us applauding the effort by the Lakers. Indeed, one of their best shifts of the night, at least in terms of time of possession in the offensive zone. But this one comes down to the right of Beckwith between Titan, or what would have been Whitelaw, but he gets tossed. And Rodriguez takes it against Watson. Back to the point. Long shot there. Beckwith made the stop and deflected it into the match. He looked, didn't look too sure on that one. Not sure how much you saw. That shot came through a screen from the left point area. And we'll have another faceoff down to Beckwith's left. Whitelaw against Watson this time, perhaps, as the linesman, Dustin Martin, has an eye on them. Shot from the point. Pad saved by Beckwith. That one taken by Claver. Paul Rodriguez off the glass, got it to the neutral zone. Claver gets it back and whacks it back in. Beckwith thought about stopping it, went too far for him. And the Bulldogs keep it in. Adrian still controlling play down there. Andrew Dovey in close quarters, and now Malero comes up with the puck. Eight minutes to go, period one. Still looking for our first goal here in the NCAA semifinal. Vogel out to stop it. Flips it around the boards, finds Eric Miller. Miller hands it off. Carried in over the line by Watson. A long shot off a of body wide. To the far side, Van Boxmeer swings at it, doesn't get it. And now the Lakers will work at the center. Kicked ahead, Rodriguez picks it up. Paul Rodriguez, a shot from well out, deflected wide of the net. Ferris pinching up on the play. A backhand, got his seat. Remner goes awkwardly down, but he seems to be all right. Or that's Wagoneer, excuse me, not Remner. At center ice, fired in. Barely gaining center before firing that one in with Watson nearly offside. Now a penalty coming up to Oswego, held in by Adrian. As it was Eric Miller going down, a tripping penalty coming up to Hank Van Boxmere, it appears. Or no, Taylor Ferris, excuse me. So the first power play of the game goes to Adrian. They have the second best power play in the nation, only to Bowden, whom Oswego saw two weeks ago. Yeah, Mike, and that play there for Ferris had it stick out, got it caught in the back of a skate, and as he was pushing his man forward, tripped him up as well. We'll call that every time, first power play of the game. Dan Bremner and Owen Kelly, the usual suspects out there killing the penalty for the Lakers up front as Adrian controls and keeps this one in. One-timer from the point, got deflected and blocked. Comes right back to Quinn Waller. Waller, another wrist shot, deflected in front. Oh, miraculous save by Beckwith on Brad Houston. Here's Kelly to center right, and he'll pick it up again. How did Brad wow. Houston not get that one to go? Anderson will clear it all the way down. Huge hand from the Oswego contingency. Adrian will try this again. Quinn Waller out of his own end, slides it up far side. Trying to get it set up. Cross corner dump by Dellinger. Instead, he sent it right on Beckwith, excuse me. Malero in close quarters on his backhand. He can't clear it out. Dollinger keeps it in. Sends it up top. Waller looking for the shot. Doesn't take it. Hands it off across far side. That shot taken got blocked by Jordan Watts. Or Watts with the shot, rather. Now Waller can't keep it in at the point. It rolls all the way down the ice. A minute to go in the power play. Vogel stops it and leaves it for Claver. Jeremy Claver, senior defensive, one of 17 seniors on the Adrian Bulldogs. 
Hands it off far side. Carried through center ice by Miller. He connects. Carr looking to steal it away in there from Zach Graham. Lagonier helping out. Lagonier will come up with it and use the glass to get it down the ice. Smart play there by Lagonier. He thought about trying to take it down two on two shorthanded. Ian Boots picks the pocket of Fogle behind the net but could not settle the puck down. And it comes back to Claver. As I was saying, good play by there, there by Lagonier. Dumping it in, not taking any chances and getting a change. Here's Sean Skelly going wide. Got one into the slot area. They score! Adrian takes a 1-0 lead as it's put home in front by Zach Graham. And a power play goal with 5.41 to go in the first as the Bulldogs on top. Loose puck in front as the crowd erupting below us and behind the net. Again, 5.41 left to go. Oswego was doing a great job on the penalty kill up until that point when a loose puck was hopping around in front. And Beckwith couldn't have more magic this time with him. And it's one nothing, Adrian on a loose puck in front of the net tapped in. As you can probably hear, a lot of Adrian fans in attendance. And they strike first. Paul Rodriguez chasing behind the play. Whitelaw comes up with the puck to Rodriguez. A shot he just missed. Glove side. Anderson keeping it at the point. Here's Whitelaw looking to tap it for Moody behind the net. And coming up with it is Pound. Whitelaw trying to keep it in, but it comes back to center ice. Kevin Eunuch up ahead to Rodriguez tapped it in. That's an offside. Moody let the shot go, and he'll hear about that. As it was Towns that had some words with him, and now Fogle ends up near the pile. And we will have a faceoff coming up in the neutral zone with 5.14 to go in the first period. Assist went to Eric Miller and Brad Houston on the goal time of the goal, 14-19 of the opening period, power play goal. And Weinbrock will center Lagonier and Fox here as the Lakers look to answer that goal quick, as quick as they can. Tapped in past Sean Courtney. Courtney will take it away. He got it by Lagonier. And now Weinbrock will move up and take a whack at it. Through center off a leg, now off the leg of Fox, and he'll try to find Weinbrock out of his reach. And then it hit, a skate, it hit Lagonier's skate, stayed in the zone, but Wall, uh, Quinn Waller has it. Here's Weinbrock up on the play in the corner looking for possession. He runs into Waller. Lagonier helping out. Waller goes down. Weinbrock back to the point. Here's a shot by Van Boxmere right on. Another whack at it beside the net by Weinbrock, and he can't fish it free underneath as Fogel had it covered. With 4.41 to go in the first, so the Lakers unable to tie it, Rob, but a very good shift, two shifts really, following Adrian's tally. Yeah, Mike, after Adrian, that is, had the momentum after that power play goal with 4.41 left here, though, in the first period. Again, one nothing. Adrian shots 12-7 for Adrian College. Off the draw, Fogel will play this one around to the right-wing boards, and it'll be chipped out of the zone all the way down. This will be an icing if Carr gets there first, and he does, in the opinion of the officials. He was racing after it with his fellow number 20, Sean Skelly. So, that's we go. We'll have an offensive zone draw. 4.32 to go here in the first. And, Rob, I don't know if this is a fair assessment, but not much unlike last season. Lakers look a little nervous. Yeah, Mike, and you're going to be nervous. You, you know, you had two weeks off rather than one week last year. A lot more time to think about the game. So, obviously, you're going to be a lot nervous. But I think they've had a better start than last year. I would agree with that as well. As a tie-up right off the draw. It was lying in the circle for a moment. And now it's taken away and sent across ice to Eric Miller of Adrian. Beckwith will try to slow this one down. He couldn't do so. Adrian keeps it in. Miller again, then he lost it. Malero then was checked behind the net. 
Held in back there by the goal scorer, Graham, trying to work it out in front. And Miller reaching for it along with Boots, who steps into him. Came out to the front. Malero doesn't get it out. Sent it only to the point. Deflected toward the front. Carr kicks at it. Works it ahead to Titanic, and he will do the job to center ice. Fired back in again by the Bulldogs with four minutes to go here in the opening period. Ian Boots, far side to Tim Carr. Carr looking for Mather, who did not get a piece of that. They will rule it at icing. And it was very close. 3.48 to go in the first faceoff. I'll come back into the Laker end. It's 1-0 Adrian. Adrian starting to put some more pressure on the Lakers here as they looked a little panicked in their zone for the past minute. The puck's all hopping around a lot as Oswego trying to clear it out, but great forecheck by Adrian. They're coming hard. Andrew Mather is Lakers. I guess, yeah, they, I didn't think they could change, but they did get a couple off the ice, it looked like. Not sure why they were allowed to, maybe just Unless they were being sent I back. I think Eunuch was snuck on the ice before the icing. So he was sent back, so that straightens that out. Owen Kelly out of his own end, looking ahead, and banks it to Mather. Again, Mather could not tap it, but this one does not make it all the way down, and the Lakers will be able to make that change. Deflected in far side, Dan Bremner looking to get it out, flips it through center. Kelly racing after it. He almost took it away from Eric Roman. Now this will be an icing against Adrian as Eunuch goes back to collect it. Don't forget, stay tuned for the first intermission report. We'll have... Scott Cookin and Zach Kostick on the mics from the arena with their analysis, as well as Taylor, Chris LeJudis, and Chris Lewin from the studio. We also have the highlights of the first period, which right now, for Laker fans, isn't enough. one nothing, Adrian. Dan Bremner will take this one along with Singleton and Kelly. And it slides off the linesman. Then Bremner fell down. And the puck goes high in the air. Gloves down by Bremner now. And the glove test will not happen because it's touched by the Bulldogs. In fact, they sent it all the way down the ice. And it is waved off. No icing. Long pass on the wing. Connecting with Bremner. Trying to sneak behind the D. Sends one of the front. Never got to Singleton. And a hit there along the boards by Kelly. Keeps the puck in. Centers it to Singleton in the high slot. Finds Bremner down low. Bremner slides it beside the net. Couldn't jam it in. Came behind the net again. Singleton looking to whack it out in front. And coming up with it, Kyle Watson. Bremner had the chance to just shoot it, and he tried to go for the wraparound and lost it behind the net. Oswego, another good chance there. Eunuch finds Kelly now. Kelly in over the line. Slap shot. Changed his uh, speeds as it was partially blocked, but a stop by Fogel as Kelly gets hit hard behind the net by Kyle Watson. At center ice, Quinn Waller with it again. Send it up ahead. Carrying on in is Watson. Now Bremner with a steal. Here comes Kelly as Fox joins the rush. Kelly has to get to the bench, though. And Fox will go in on the forecheck with Quinn Waller. Knocks him down. Leinbrock keeps the puck in. Back to Lagonier. Try to fire one through his screen. Then Boxmere will step into one. And a save by Fogel. Off into the corner. Justin Fox trying to send it on net. Leinbrock back into the corner again. And cleared not out to the point. Ben Boxmere long shot right on. Again, Fogel with the save. Moving up Fox behind the net. Good shot by the Splakers right in front. And Lagonier couldn't get a blade on that. He's through center ice by Dollinger. He's pressured heavily by Chris Lagonier. And then Ben Boxmere runs at his man. Flipped through center by Justin Fox. And Taylor Ferris couldn't reach it. Ben Boxmere again will dump it in. Under two to go, period one. Adrian leading this one, one to nothing. DDD pass out of the reach of Courtney, but he has time to retrieve it. And then send it right to Andrew Mather, who dodges the check. And could not enter the zone because it would have been an offside. Courtney gets it back again. Flipped through center. Now turning back in his own end, Skelly. Banked off the near boards, and Adrian will get this one deep. 
Paul Beckwith leaves it for Tim Carr. Approaching one minute to go here in the first. Carr finds Dave Titanic. Titanic's rink-wide pass. Looking for boots, never connected. And went to Bobby Heinemann. Heinemann turning. Works it up the wall, not out of the zone. Now it'll be slapped ahead. Nice play by Zach Graham, who's been the star of this one for Adrian to this point. As you heard a minute to go in period one, Titanic could not reach that one. And they'll come back inside Laker territory once more. Back with. Now to leave it for Malero. He misses Carr with it. Now off the skate of Boots ahead. Boots finds Andrew Mather. With 45 to go, Mather dumps it in and heads off for a change as Fogel stops it behind the net and plays it around to the right wing boards. Rodriguez failed to keep it in for the Lakers. Back at center, Anderson. Finds Kevin Unick up the middle to Whitelaw. Tapped it ahead. Could not get further. Banked out again where Unick will splash it back in. 25 seconds remaining here in the first. Off the high glass through center by Adrian. Moody tried to tap it back. Did not get it deep enough. Brought in by Dovey. He's by himself. He still carries on. He shoots. He scores. An unbelievable effort by Andrew Dovey, who outworked three Lakers. And he makes it 2-0. Adrian with just 15 seconds to go here in the first. Couldn't have said it any better, Mike. Completely outworked the entire Oswego defense with just 14.9 left in period one, and that's going to sting the Lakers heading into intermission, pending they don't do anything in the next 14.9. But a defensive lap there, we talked about this, Mike, in the pregame. It's got to be defense first for Oswego, and it hasn't been so far. And also one that Paul Beckles would like to have back. Not a great angle shot. It's just stuck short side on him. And with 10 to go, we'll see if the Lakers can make anything out of the dying seconds here in the first. Hammered around by Hyman. He didn't get it out. Kelly did keep it in there. Only five to go. Sent to the front. Remner looking to pick it up. He can't do it. And that will do it for period one as it slides off into the corner and played through center ice. Well, it was not dominated by, the period was not dominated by Adrian by any means, but they pick up the only two goals, Rob, and they have a 2-0 lead after the first 20. they got to be feeling pretty good about themselves. Mike shot that period 12-11 for Adrian, but where it counts 2-0 on the scoreboard, Oswego came out flying. The period momentum really shifted three or four times that period, but Adrian just taking it to Oswego. They got that power play goal there with that loose puck hopping around in front of the net and maybe one that Beckwith and the entire Oswego defense would like to have back there in the waning 15 seconds, less than 15 seconds left to go in period two. But for Oswego, work on the breakout a little bit, or not work on it a little bit, talk about it in intermission. Adrian coming very hard on the forecheck and really preventing Oswego from getting clean breakouts. So something Oswego has to work on there. Graham on the power play. W at even strength for Adrian, and they lead it 2 to nothing after 20 minutes. We'll send it back to the guys in the studio for the first intermission report. We'll also have Scott and Zach from the arena. You're listening to Lakers Hockey on 88.9 FM, WNYO, the voice of Oswego. 